Greetings, Carl here. I want to talk a little bit about uh, an experiment I'm doing around work. And I'm thinking of it as how much work in how little time. And it might help just to give some context. This is my understanding of the productivity research. And I'm obviously going to leave stuff out and simplify because that's what I do, right? Um, here's the kind of big cornerstone beliefs that I have as I've read about, as I've read the productivity research. Number one, most of what we do doesn't matter. So that's just old Pareto, right? Only 20% of our activity produce 80% of the results. The question is, can we get clear about that? So most of what we do does not matter. What that leads me to believe is that most of the especially when it comes to knowledge work, when it comes to knowledge work, I don't know about other work. I don't know much about it. I just know knowledge work. You can't, I don't believe you can do it the way you would do other types of work because your brain just cannot do it that way. It needs breaks. So most of what we do doesn't matter. Figuring out what are the parts that matter and don't matter, that's a whole nother discussion, but most of what we do doesn't matter. So that's Pareto, right? Number two, getting into flow is hard and switching costs a lot. So switching costs is just this sort of cognitive residue that's left from the prior activity. It seems, at least from what I've read, to take about 15 minutes to kind of clear that out, like to get into flow. So if you're trying to do deep work, Cal Newport's phrase, if you're trying to do deep work, it's... It, can take, and again, obviously, this is context dependent and probably even varies from person to person, but we're just going to go with about 15 minutes to get into it. So if I'm trying to write something, you know, if I'm working on a book or whatever, and I, I sit down to write, it takes me about 15 minutes to really get dialed in. Okay, now here's the problem with switching costs. The folks at Rescue Time sent me a stat once that the average knowledge worker that that uses their tool, which is like a lot, a lot of people, right? The average knowledge worker checks email every 50, sorry, every 17 minutes. Think about that for a second. If you're checking email every 17 minutes, you never get any work done. You have like two minutes, <laughs> two minutes to get work done. So switching costs are real, multitasking is a joke, and it takes about 15 minutes, right? So let me go to number three. Deep work is important. I love Cal Newport's book and Greg McEwen's book, Essentialism. I think they really um, really go together, right? I'm interested in doing deep work. Turns out deep work is cognitively demanding. And beware of switching costs, which we've already covered. Cognitively demanding. So this gets me to number four. 90 minutes. The 90-minute block, it seems from the research, I read some fascinating stuff about this, it seems from the research that knowledge work in 90-minute blocks is about what we can take. Then we need a little break. Our cognitive ability starts to decline. We need a little break, 90 minutes. So that's, that's the underpinning of what I want to talk about, and that's the schedule I've built. I'm going to test this out. I've tested other schedules. This is going to take a little bit of time to test, but I'm testing it this week because I just happen to have a week that's that allows me to.
and I probably have two weeks a month that I can do this right now. And then slowly over time, we may transition to this more. So here's what I'm trying to do. And if you want to see a screenshot of this, I shared a screenshot on it, of it on Twitter a couple of days ago, at Behavior App on Twitter. So I am trying to do eight 90-minute blocks in a week. So the question I have is, could I do, could I do as much work could I do the same amount of work, if not more, in eight 90-minute blocks a week? So that's a total of 12 hours of focus time. Now, I, we've got to build in the breaks, so I'm going to just add them up real quick. So we've got 12 hours plus an hour and a half of breaks. That puts us at 13 and a half plus another lunch break, three hours of lunch break, um, 13 and a half. So 16 and a half. So including breaks, 16 and a half hours of work. That's my question. Can I get as much done? And I am almost positive that the answer is yes. I'm almost positive. I've done this, I've done this before, not, not this organized. And I'm almost positive I can get the same amount, if not more, work done in 16 hours, including the breaks, with just 12 hours of really focused time. Okay, so here's how I'm organizing it. Right now, Monday is a prep day. And that's going to end at noon. Uh, ultimately, I want to get to the point where Mondays are off. Mondays and Fridays are off. Right now, I'm using Monday as a prep day to kind of organize these slots, think through, put things in the right place. I think this is an incredibly important part of a system like this is you have to have pre-decided what you're going to do in those 90-minute blocks. Right? Pre-decided. Now, if you're not in control of that, it could be something like one of those 90-minute block, blocks is set aside for reactive email. Right? There's a bunch of other stuff we need to talk about in future episodes, but the question becomes, one of the questions, back to the like foundation number one, that most of the work we do doesn't matter, is really, really digging deep on and, and asking yourself radical questions, extreme questions, like, do I really have to reply to email every day? And that sounds ludicrous when you first ask it. And then you like start paying attention. You're like, well, well maybe not. What if I replied to email every other day? What if I only replied to email Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays? And what if I only set aside 90 minutes for that activity? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that's it. What if I only did 90 minutes on Wednesday? Could I get away with replying to email once a week? And here's one of my favorite questions. What conditions would need to exist in order for me to only look at email for 90 minutes on Wednesday? Can I imagine a world in which that existed? So that's, that's the kind of stuff I'm thinking about on Mondays. Like, how do I organize this, put things in the right slots, and then when I show up to do the work, it's that's just what I do that day. Like that 90 minutes is already decided. I don't spend any time rethinking. Because if you show up to work and say, what should I do? Asking your mind, asking your brain a question that you don't really want the answer to is a bad idea. Because if you say, what should I do? There's an endless supply of ideas your brain's going to come up with. But if instead I show up to work on Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. for block number one, for the week, block number one, and I know I'm going to record, I'm going to record, let's see, 90 minutes. I'm going to record six to 10 episodes of Behavior Up Radio. Where am I going to get the ideas? Oh, they're already in the folder in I in Apple Notes called Podcast, Podcast Ideas. I'm going to go there. 
okay, so now when I'm out on the weekend and I have an idea for the podcast, where do I put it? Oh, I just pull up my phone. I go to pod notes. I go to podcast ideas. I record the idea. Guess what? It's going to be there when I go there Tuesday morning for work session one to record six to twelve, six to ten episodes of Behavior Up Radio. Boom, done. Like how amazing is that? Like I get excited about. It. So, so Monday is for that kind of prep. And really, I'm right now I'm limiting it to noon. So today is I'm recording this on a Monday. And it's 11.15. I'm going to be done at noon. And the rest of the day, I'm going to go home. I got lots of work to do around the house with the remodel, helping my wife clean out the backyard, clean up after sloppy subcontractors who leave crap all over the place. <laughs> so I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to go to my daughter's soccer game. Okay, that's Mondays. Okay, here I'm going to describe this. So Tuesday and Wednesday look the same. Thursday's a little different. So Tuesday... I'm just going to go through it by day. To, so every day is blocked out from 10 a.m. to, sorry, from 6 to 10 a.m. And it's just called morning. Most mornings for me, that's time in the mountains. So help my daughter get ready for school. She walks out the door at 7. I walk out the door. I go spend an hour and a half, two hours in the mountains. All right, there's an ocean nearby. Go do that. Like whatever you want to do. Sun salutations, yoga, meditation, reading, a coffee ritual, like whatever is important to you. I've just blocked out six to 10 every day and I've called it morning. Then for me on Tuesday, works work block number one starts at 10. Goes from 10 to 1130 because it's 90 minutes. I'm going to know what's in there. So in the calendar, it's going to say, for me right now, I, I think I'm just going to use work block number one as recording time. Right? At 11.30, I take a half an hour break from 11.30 to 12. And then work block number two starts for the week, work block number two. And that goes from 12 to 1.30. I realized I, I had a big breakfast because I had my morning set aside. So work block number two goes from 12 to 1.30. And then I take lunch from 1.30 to 3. It's an hour and a half lunch. Hopefully with a friend, because that's important to me. I'm going to try and make Tuesdays, Tuesday and Wednesday lunch with a friend. Then on Tuesday, we're still on Tuesday, I do work block number three for the week. And that's from 3 to 4.30. And then at 4.30, boom, out, done. That's it for the day. Okay? So that's three blocks. Wednesday looks exactly the same. So Wednesday, work block number four for the week starts at 10, goes to 11.30. The break from 11.30 to 12. Work block number five goes from 12.30 to 1.30. Long lunch break with a friend. Work block number six from 3 to 4.30, out. And I think work block number four, which is Wednesday morning, I my goal is that's going to be my email time. I have so far to go on this, but that's my goal. And I'm sticking with it. And I'm going to keep trying until I can get it. That's going to be my email time. 90 minutes of email a week. Can I pull that off? That is, that's like crazy. And I think I can do it. 90 minutes a week. That's Wednesday morning from 10 to 1130. And then I'll, I'll chunk in the rest of the stuff I need to get done. I, I've got my team gives me a bunch of tasks they need. They need me to record a video, do this, do this, do this. And that's what's going to fill in these other sessions. Right? Then Thursday looks a little different. It starts the same. 
you know, 6 a.m. to 10 is just morning. 10 to 11.30 is work set, work block number seven for the week with a break from 11.30 to 12. Work block number eight from 12.30 to one. And then out. That's it. That's my eight blocks. That's it. The rest of that day is out. Go hang out with the kids. Go do something. Go help around the house. Go mow the lawn, like whatever. And then Friday's free. That's the plan. And I'm... I, I, I'm pretty sure I can pull this off. I mean, I'm positive if I can just get myself, if I could just have the discipline to do it. That's the plan. Now, okay, Carl, what are you going to do about podcasts? Well, I think we're going to make once a week. What we do now is we have one week a month called the public week. And on the public week, those blocks, same blocks, those blocks will be open for podcasts. We'll schedule podcasts there. Did you know you could do that? Like if people ask you to be a guest on their podcast, you can decide I do those once a week. Now I gave myself permission to do that because James Clear does it like once a year or once a quarter. He sets aside a week. And when he first, I asked him to be a guest on my membership call and he said, I, you know, I'd love to, you can check. I think his assistant's name is Lindsay. You can check with Lindsay. I, I just do that once a quarter. She'll let you know the next time. I was like, whoa, you can do that? Yes. Right? What about meetings with people that I really, really want to meet with that don't fit in those blocks? Okay, make an adjustment. Like it's a model. It's not going to be perfect. But I want to be as close to perfect as I can. So that's what I'm testing this week. Um, and I'll let you know how the results go. My So my question to you, and I have these notes in... Actually, you know what? I'm going to ask these questions tomorrow. I'm going to ask these questions tomorrow. Um, But they're radical questions about time. So those of you who have uh, the ability... Oh, see, even that. It's such a place to hide. Oh, I can't do that. I'm not in control of my schedule. Well, is that true? Sometimes it is going to be true. Well, if it's true now, what, what could happen over the next 90 days to make it a little less true? And are you sure it's true? Like I have a friend who pulled this off in a corporate environment. I don't know how. She played a lot of chess. She thought very carefully. She was very strategic. And turns out she was super productive. And a bunch of productivity allows you to do a bunch of things. Right? Productivity and output can buy you permission. Okay, my friends. Talk to you soon. Bye. Greetings. It's Carl again. I hope you enjoyed that. And if you enjoyed that, you would love being a subscriber. So go to behaviorgapradio.com and sign up and I'll see you there.